Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. whole bunch of people sent me this story, widely reported, saw it several places, including Engadget, which is the version I've got in my left hand here, on blue paper, of course. BMW's terrible heated seats subscription didn't even make it to a second winter. <laughs> Chris Holt wrote the story. Drivers will no longer have to deal with hardware paywalls in that brand's cars. And so that's one of those things. And, and by the way, this is one of those topics that, for whatever reason, upset a lot of people, not the topic itself. I was accused of having made up this story. People actually said, Steve, they're not doing that. Go, yeah, yeah, they are. You can look at any one of these articles. No, you're just making this up. And I, and I got that from too many people to actually think that everyone was joking with me. But here's the notion that if you buy a car and it's got a Sirius satellite receiver in it, you know you got to pay to get the Sirius service even though you've got that unit in your car. People understand that because it's so similar like, say, cable TV in your house. But some companies like BMW were saying, well, we're going to put a seat heater in your car. And if you want to use it, you got to pay us. And if you don't want to use it, we'll shut it off. People think, well, wait a second, didn't I pay for that? Heated seat? I mean, if the parts are in there, didn't I pay for that? Who owns it? Do I own it? If I own it, I've got the right to use it. And so you understand the distinction is that the heated seat parts are in your car. And there's nothing more for BMW to do but turn it on. Whereas Sirius Satellite Radio streams you hundreds of quality channels of entertainment. (laughs) So... There is a distinction in most people's minds. And so the backlash on this was huge. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was very, very swift. And a lot of people got upset. But it wasn't just BMW. There are other companies doing it too. But BMW appears to now be reversing course on this. And so here's some news that might shock you. Again, Chris Holt of Engadget writes, Drivers really don't like paying extra for car features they expect as standard. And keep in mind, you might say, but Steve, heated seats aren't necessarily standard. No, in that case, don't put it in the car if I didn't order it. If you put it in the car, well, I pay you for it, and I should get to use it. BMW is one of several automakers that have been nickel and diming customers, including with a monthly subscription for heated seats in certain models and territories. The company has dropped the controversial practice to focus on paid software services, says it's no longer planning to charge drivers extra to use hardware that is already in their car. If it's hardware in your car, you can use it. It's the software stuff that's going to cost extra. So BMW's board member for sales marketing told Autocar Autocar, that the brand will train its attention on paid software features such as driving assistance and parking assistance. Now, some people are going to say, but Steve, wait a second. Parking assistance and driving assistance are both things that use features on your car. Uh, isn't that the same? I think most people look at it and go, you know, something, look, all the cars today have got sensors on them and cameras on them. And you can use those things in your own life on a daily basis. You back your car up, you look at the camera. You're pulling forward and you hear it beep, you stop before you hit something. And so... Those things are there. You can use them for those purposes. But the second the software kicks in and it's a massive software thing like driving assistance and parking assistance, 
Uh, I can see paying for that. I can, I can actually see paying for that because I, because I wouldn't. <laughs> However, drivers didn't take the idea of paying $18 per month on heated seats subscriptions in the countries where BMW offered that uh, as a perk. And a bigger question I have is, can I shut it off in the summertime and save money? Or am I required to buy it year-round? So we thought that we would make... We thought that we would provide an extra service to the customer by offering the chance to activate that later, but the user acceptance isn't that high, says the person from BMW. People feel they're paying double, which was actually not true, but perception is reality, I always say. So that was the reason we stopped that. If BMW could show me the math and somehow convince me that they actually put the seat in the car for free and didn't pass that cost along to the consumer, then I'd kind of buy that. But that's not really something they can show you because BMW is a corporation. So any cost that they incur gets borne by somebody, quite often they're customers. I mean, are stockholders going to go, hey, I'll pitch in 18 bucks to buy somebody a heated seat? Sounds like a classic case of supply and demand. Drivers didn't want to pay for heated seats or things like heated steering wheels. So BMW stopped doing that with the subscription model. Owners may be heartened to learn the brand won't make them pay extra for hardware functions going forward either, which is a step in the right direction. So they clarified, said, not going to do this in the heated seats, not going to do it on any of the hardware features of your car. And people had joked. They said, Steve, If they can charge me for a heated steering wheel today, can't they charge me for the steering wheel itself tomorrow? (laughs) Arguably, they could. Best of all, BMW has clarified its position on heated seats just before the fall weather sets in in the Northern Hemisphere. So the subscription didn't even make it to its second winter before BMW canned it. And, you know, unfortunately, this is the way a lot of things are headed um, so I've mentioned before, and I've had people ask me, so I'm going to tell you a little inside tip here. I use Adobe Premiere software to edit these videos. And so Adobe Premiere, uh, I did a bunch of research before I started using it. Prior to that, I used Shareware, believe it or not. And I, I poked around and I, I talked to some friends and I said, look, I, I want to I step up my game a little bit, just, just, just a little bit. Okay. I, I'm not Steven Spielberg here, but I, I do want to up my game a little bit, and add just a little more finesse to my videos. What should I use? And I spoke to people in the industry, meaning like, you know, television and filmmaking, and I actually spoke to a whole bunch of people in Adobe Premiere. Adobe, everybody came back Adobe Premiere. So I bought Adobe Premiere. And uh, Adobe Premiere is a subscription service. You pay for it monthly. Now, I used to actually own a copy, and I still do, by the way, of the, you know, the disc of it, for Photoshop, Photoshop, just the simple idea that you want to touch up and do stuff with photographs. And I bought that a long time ago, and I own it. I bought it outright and own it outright. Now, I suspect the upgrades are going to cost me some money if I ever want to upgrade it. And I suspect that now Photoshop probably is a subscription service. And so somewhere along the line, they realized, oh, oh, if we sell them this thing one time, we can't charge them just every time we upgrade it because then they're going to think we're doing the upgrades for that purpose only. And besides, upgrades sound like something you should get for free, at least for a little while. But 
Adobe Premiere is a subscription service. Now, interestingly, its monthly cost, considering how often I use it, is actually quite low. So I did not ever sit down and do the math and go, gee, Steve, if Adobe Premiere costs what Adobe Photoshop cost back in the day, how many months do you have to use it at its subscription rate before you started going into the red in terms of how much money you spent? I haven't done that. But the amount seems small enough to me where I'm like, okay, I don't care. I don't care. And, of course, it does update itself quite often with new versions. And, you know, it's, it's one of those ones where it's not just, you know, 2.1. It's like 123.10.15.248B. And so all these different versions come along. But I got no problem with that. But then you realize, oh, wait a second, but this is a sign of everything to come. This is, this is pretty soon as we subscriptions for all kinds of stuff. And so it might be somewhere down the road that they're going to come back. And if all the car companies did this, we'd have no choice. So you're always hoping there's enough competition out there and one car company that's willing to say, no, we'll let you buy the heated seat for a flat rate, one-time pay only. And then it's yours, <laughs> which makes sense. You buy it, it's yours. So there you go. But thanks for everybody who sent it to me. Quite a few people did, including my good friend Nathan. Uh, Engadget published that. Chris Holt wrote it. BMW's terrible heated seat subscription didn't even make it past its second winter. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. A gossip is someone with a great sense of rumor.